this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. It's going down. I'm yelling. A brand new gang of outlaws has taken on their first heist. Uh, You had all been called together because you all have a grudge against one Ambrose Mugland. And him. And his shady, corrupt deputy shield marshal, Angelique Loveless. Thank what you. What a good name. You were tasked with uh, hitting this bank that Ambrose Muglin has, quote, quote, invested in. Um, but you ultimately decided to just hit the joint right around midnight. Uh, you you busted in through the back door. You're welcome. To Thanks to Alonzo's uh, incredible lockpicking skills and, and other thieving goodness. But the job may not be going according to plan. Go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, he's going to come in and then his little siren's going to start spinning up. Can they handle the clockwork muscle of the gold tank reserve? Natural 20. Oh, oh would no. You stop? This is the same thing that happened in the society scenario. Oh, look at me. I rolled a natural 20. Gets to play Use characters. different dice, damn it. Uh, my dice are out for blood. Get ready to find out. I have a gun now. So, uh, it's been a bit since we recorded episode one. Has uh, it? Just a week. It's, it's, been, it's a been a week, week since we recorded episode it's a one. Um, amount of time. Uh, and there has been some heated discussion about the nature of the clockwork handler uh, going Boop! at the end of last episode. Um, yes. And I would uh, I'd like to open up the, the floor to some discussion uh, I'll hear your arguments. I just realized I haven't researched this at all since then. <sighs> but that's just like a new problem. <laughs> I, um, held I have an argument. Okay. I specifically asked to lay in wait and set up a potential sneak attack. And you're saying that that alarm went off before I could sneak attack it? Maybe. Can we pull up the tapes? <laughs> I, 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 pull up the recording. We don't have tapes. I made a point of it. It's digital. Uh, uh. That that's fair. That's fair, uh, Jacob. I see you furiously flipping through a rule book. Uh, do you have style. any legal arguments to present to the court? Uh, so far, the what I've got is um, typically you can't take an action until it's your turn in combat. Mm-hmm. And uh, what Cat was doing with oh, hold on, let me pull up my scrap of paper. Alonzo was probably taking the avoid notice action, right. which basically just lets Alonzo roll stealth for the initiative for this combat. That's about it, really. Honestly, Drow, do you have any arguments as to uh, the the state of affairs? I personally think that the automaton would recognize me as its god, and it just wouldn't snitch on me. Yeah, I might need you to quote a uh, source uh, <laughs> ruling on that. Uh, Willing okay. to hear it, but you know. The source is, just trust me. Ah, okay. <laughs> just trust me. Object. The automaton would be forgiven and Ob- all would be well. Ob- Ob- objection. Heresy. I would forgive you too. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you kill Sykir on the second episode, I live with you and you won't live here much longer. Luckily, he can kill no one. It's the dice. Don't say that. 
You'll challenge him. No, it's not. Unless it's a cut scene. He didn't kill anyone. It's the dice that kill people. You got anything there, bud? Uh, as far as I can tell, surprise rounds no longer exist. So this is basically just she rolls stealth and the rest of us roll perception and we just do fight and hope we go before robot. To set the stage here, I, I was wanting to hear your arguments more out of curiosity. I hate kind of rolling uh, things back, especially from a from cliffhanger and stuff oh, like that. It's bad. But it's bad. the thing is... Uh, the siren boop, is in fact a two action ordeal. <gasps> you faint. Oh. So that's like most of a turn uh, in, in, in combat, right? So uh, that that's something that I don't think I could reasonably say have happened in the free play-esque uh, bit of stuff that happens before combat. Um, so I was actually, I, I, I wanted to hear your arguments and I especially wanted to hear you, Jacob, because you pull out the rule book and uh, fight me with it quite a lot. Um, I'll fight you. But I, I was the going to... The rule books are both very beat up. There's some blood on Jacob's. Shockingly, it's his own. Uh, <laughs> don't know how that happened. Uh, Jacob uh, regularly Sacrifice. makes blood sacrifices to the rule book gods uh, so that he can bludgeon the DM with what is it? Facts and logic. It's magically enchanted now. Plus two to hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, magically boy. delicious. Uh, but you've lost two con. Uh, um, uh, worth it. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't actually know. This is a good reason we had, a good thing we've had this discussion. I didn't actually know that there was no surprise round in 2E. Yeah. Um, in uh, first edition Pathfinder, which uh, we've talked about this on the show a lot, that that's the kind of the game that we played the most as a group before we started the podcast. Uh, surprise round is basically in a situation like this, you can basically get not a full round of stuff, but kind of a half round because you couldn't take like your full complement of actions in that game, but you could kind of do stuff in a round before the enemy got to act. But that doesn't exist in this game. What does exist in this game is the fact that initiative works different, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, there's no initiative score in Pathfinder 2E, which is kind of infuriating and kind of genius. It's kind of infuriating. It works. It works, definitely. But like if you're coming from 2E, or excuse me, if you're coming from 5E, or if you're coming from first edition Pathfinder, your your default mode is to look for an initiative. Uh, and that right. doesn't work. Um Basically, initiative is perception for the most part, but in the certain circumstances, you can roll other things in place of it for initiative. So, like Jacob was saying, in this instance, uh, Kat's character is going to roll stealth for initiative. Yes! Instead of perception. But yeah, I, I wanted to I wanted to bring it up, wanted to discuss this because it was a bit of a contentious thing. Uh, ultimately, what it was is I needed a cliffhanger, and whenever you're you know DMing a podcast and you need a cliffhanger, sometimes you make bad calls. Uh, it's not I, a bad. It was it a, still good made a good cliffhanger. Ending. It's fine. Well, it's what, just which fake. episode was it? Was it in season one or season two where I got called out? Season for one. A, season fairly one, yeah. early on in season one because I've been re-listening to it. Yeah, you lost that cliffhanger. I lost it yep. so hard. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That was a bad one. Um, and sometimes Alonzo Tenrovic gets to roll stealth. Yep. Well, before we you know do the whole initiative thing, I think we have a prompt to get through. <gasps> So why don't we uh, why don't we go through that? Centuries before the Starstone was raised, the Wizard Kings Nex and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. 
From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of Smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Yeah. Until they die. Until they die robbing a bank in the, in the Ironside Quarter. I'm going down fighting. Alrighty, so it's, I'm just uh, gonna let it kill me. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. I'm yelling. Ah! It's going down. I'm yelling. When we last left, our uh, intrepid question mark band of outlaws. No, listen. can't say that. No, take it again. No I intrepid. No intrepid. No intrepid. Wait, no intrepid. On. Leave me, this in. No hold, intrepid. Wait, hold on. <laughs> intrepid. Ragtag. Ragtag. Ragtag yeah. works. Definition. I like ragtag. You don't know the definition Fearless. of intrepid after all this time, Jacob? <laughs> no, I never looked it up. Oh my god. Listen, we're breaking into a bank. I'm pretty sure we either are intrepid or stupid. When we last left our ragtag stupid group of outlaws. <laughs> I'm going to fling tea at you. I'm going to be a tea fling. All of you had been called together. <laughs> Ten points for trial. Don't laugh at that. Give a bottle cap. That deserved a bottle cap. No. Bottle cap. <laughs> I would give you a bottle of cap for Thank that. Thank you. Like I was saying, <laughs> when we last left our stupid ragtag group of outlaws, uh, you had all been called together because you all have a grudge against one Ambrose Mugland, or a shady business mogul, and his, him, him. and his shady corrupt deputy shield marshal, Angelique Loveless. Thank what you. What a good name. It's a great name. Uh, you had met at the Barrel and Bullet Saloon, catching a very riveting uh, play that had been going on there. And Phoebe Dunsmith, the proprietor, had uh, organized you all uh, and gave you a little uh, mission to test your metal, so to speak. You were tasked with uh, hitting this bank that Ambrose Muglin has, quote, quote, invested in. My or really where he launders. and pure. Where he, where he launders a lot of his money through. It's in the rundown Ironside district of Alkenstar. Uh, and you guys had decided... Does he sell NFTs? Yes. You guys had decided a to criminal. take them on uh, at night. You case the joint. You try to do some gather information. Um, but you ultimately decided to just hit the joint right around midnight. Uh, you you busted in through the back door. You're welcome. To Thanks to Alonzo's uh, incredible... Uh, Lockpicking skills. Lockpicking skills and, and other thieving goodness. You found a great comic of a kobold who fights monsters. And you were about to start making your way through the rest of the bank out of this like break room area. And you purposely set a trap for one of these uh, clockwork handler guys. And that's where we left off with you guys. So That's oh not where we left off, but that's where we actually left off. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like the ending to some like anime. They'll give you a cliffhanger, but when the next episode starts, it's not quite right based off of how it ends. But Sounds it's about close right. enough. And Pathfinder's also like anime where uh, six seconds can take 30 minutes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Ah! 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 For 30 minutes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
have fun editing that. <laughs> <laughs> you took off your headset, Derek. Degenerates. <laughs> Just take comfort in the fact that whenever I'm rolling uh, to murder all of your characters, that I'm thinking of this moment and feeling nothing but pure joy. Good. I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. going to remember that. It is a DM's sacred right to uh, kill characters and enjoy it. <laughs> So let's uh, roll for initiative here. I get to roll stealth. Uh, I'm okay. going to say all of you roll stealth for initiative. I, I'm not special. I would like to... I broke a chair over a table. I was not being stealthy. I should roll perception. Stealthily breaks a chair over a table. So you're specifically not trying to, to, to sneak up on this doodad? I would just rather roll uh, perception. He all did right. bust the chair, though. Then whatever you get in initiative, you will not have any sort of hiddenness that you could have if you rolled stealth. That wouldn't help me in the slightest anyway. Oh, I rolled Remember, good. The, the hiddenness here isn't about us not being in sight. It's about ambushing this guy before he could do his alarm. So what'd you all get again, Cat? 23. It was a natty 16. Nice. The real question here is... Will a gun set off more alarms? What'd you get, Chester? Uh, Chester got a 18. Uh, What'd you get, uh, Psykeer? Psykeer, the sanctioned, has secured a 16. 16. In stealth. Hey, we all got over 10. Good job. You are hidden. Um, And so is Alonso. Chester is the only one that is not hidden. So... uh, Things are going to be a little bit different than uh, the cliffhanger would have us believe because Alonzo Tenrivet won initiative. Woo! Yeah! Actually, no woo. Silence. Uh, And you will start off this combat hidden. All right, so the uh, thing to note about combat... Uh, for everyone who's new to Pathfinder 2nd Edition is it kind of does the action and economy in combat different than a lot of other D20-ish systems. So instead of having a smattering of different types of actions you can take, uh, so in 5e that's like your action, bonus action, movement, blah, blah, blah. Pathfinder, you have so many. Uh, Excuse me, Pathfinder 1st Edition, you have so many different types of actions to take each round. Uh, in second edition Pathfinder, all you have is three actions and one reaction. So on your turn, you can take three different actions, and that can be whatever combination of things you want. You can attack three times at level one if that's your jam. You can spend all three of them to move uh, like three different times. Whatever combination of stuff you want to do, uh, some things you do, like if you're a spellcaster, uh, casting a spell might be one action, two actions, or three. Uh, it's a really cool and innovative way to do an action economy and gives the players a lot of uh, kind of rock, paper, scissors choices uh, each round. With that being said, round one, Alonzo, it is your turn. What actions would you like to take? You rolled stealth and you are going to be hidden from this guy. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to take the strike action with my rapier, which since I said I wanted to attempt a stealth attack, I'm assuming I've already drawn it. Could um. Could we see the thing on the map? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to move him through the door here. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Uh, okay, so he stepped into the door. It was how we're going to start things. Um, so you're going to use your first action to strike. Go ahead and make an attack roll on him. And it's just a regular old attack. Uh, the good news is, though, this creature is flat-footed due to yes. some of the rogue's abilities. Well, it's 
also because he's hidden, right? Uh, not necessarily. What it is is surprise attack. If the rogue rolls deception or stealth for initiative, creatures that haven't acted are flat-footed. Yes, ah. sneak attack. Strikes versus flat-footed foes. Good call. Get that extra juicy. I get a d6 extra of damage. John. John. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, you'll get your sneak attack on this if you hit it. So go ahead and make your attack roll. All right. I get a plus seven. Now, do I take an AC penalty from being flat-footed? I believe you do. It should be a condition oh, that you check on. I rolled a natty 17. Oh. Delightful. Oh. Oh. I, ooh, I wonder if you're going to crit. Natty's, I'm really excited. So natty 17 will not crit. Um, uh, but that's a 24. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Natty. 24? Yeah. That will crit. Okay, so this yes! is a cool thing. Yes. So with it being flat-footed, that will crit. Uh <laughs> You notice uh, Cat did not roll a natural <laughs> 20 for a critical, and this game... I'm so excited. W- this game has what uh, degrees of successes. Uh, so there's, you know, success, critical success, failure, and critical failure. Kind of like Witcher. Ye- yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. a so little bit. Getting a critical is whenever you beat something's AC by 10. So in this case, to peel back the veil, with it being flat-footed, this uh, this clockwork guy has an AC of 14. So rolling a 24 total beats its AC by 10. So that's going to be robot a... robot has good dex? Uh, t- t- don't worry about it. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that it, makes it, me more worried. So you're going you're gonna to beat it by 10, which would be a critical. Um, <laughs> rolling a natural 20, though, in this game bumps whatever uh, degree of success you got up by one uh up to, you know, critical success. So if you were fighting something super tough and even a natural 20 wouldn't uh, numerically critical it, it would bump it up to a crit success. Good, 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 good. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's going to be a crit. So go ahead and roll your damage and double it. And do you double sneak attack? Yes. On a, uh-huh. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. Precision. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's uh, every dice that you roll gets doubled except for certain effects that apply only for criticals. I've got a big question Correct. coming from first edition Pathfinder. Okay. Because this is a construct, can it be dealt precision damage or criticals? Uh, I will double check. I'm pretty sure yeah. it can. Yeah, Pathfinder usually lets you do that against constructs and undead. Other systems don't always. What was it that doesn't let you crit? It's oozes. Like oozes some elementals, I think. So Yeah, elementals. So I'm looking at the construct trait, and there's nothing that says you can't use your precision damage. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. Um, good, good, they good, have good, a, good. They're immune to... I'll, I'll just tell you, just for fun here, uh, to be transparent, they're immune to stuff like bleed, and they have a lot of condition immunities, but there's nothing that says they're immune yeah. to crits or precision damage. Now, do these count as creatures? Creatures? Yes. I mean, creature is just usually a blanket term for a, like... Enemy. Enemy. Yeah. Enemy or friend. Thing! Thing on the game board, yeah. So, yeah, and... and okay, cool. So, we just roll our damage and then double it in this Roll system, your damage right? and double it. No, okay. no rolling twice. So what's your damage here? My damage is 1d4 plus 4 with a crit. It's times 2. And then your sneak attack. Yep. What weapon are you using? My rapier. Aha. Don't forget to add an additional 1d something on the end of that. Because it's deadly. Yes. Your rapier should have the deadly trait, which gives you an extra die when you crit. Yep. Plus 1d8 piercing when critting. So I think that's a total of... Your rapier is a... D, uh, six. How does mine say D4? Are you looking at your dagger? Dagger, dagger, dagger. I must have clicked dagger. Okay, cool. I was like, that felt like low. that's what? 
2d6 plus 4 plus, plus 1d8. Roll your 1d8. Separate. Uh, that's so roll, not doubled. Yeah, so roll your 2d6 plus 4, double that, and okay. then uh, we'll add your d8 of deadly. Mm-hmm. One, I got a 5 and a 2, so that's 7 plus 4 is 11. Doubled is 22, and then my d8 is 4. Oh! So that's okay. 26 damage. Oh. Kill, maim, destroy. Boy. Kill, maim, destroy. Kill, maim, destroy. Kill, maim, destroy. Crush him. Stab him. Alonzo, Alonzo finds a chink in its armor to just lodge his rapier into. Rip its head off. Which is made with dark metal, by the way, just wanna, for effect. I want to propose like a scene with this. You know like how clockwork and maybe even steam stuff works. You jab it in there and there's just a hiss mm-hmm. of steam. Mm-hmm. You're awfully quiet, my friend. Did we one hit your alarm bot? bot? And by we, I mean Alonzo. <sighs> Do I actually we? get to be really effective as a rogue for once? You did a total of 26 damage. Yes. You take off two points of damage because of its resistance, which okay, is its okay. hardness, which leaves it at 24. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It has 16 hit points total. So, uh, would you like to describe your kill? (laughs) Much like Drow said, I find a chink in the armor, stab deep, and steam escapes in a loud hiss. I just imagined this like... uh, Steam and oil. Yes! Yes. When I rip my rapier back out, a jet of oil comes with it. Just in my head, this is like a moment in Dishonored. Or like a guard's coming with a flashlight and you just grab the mouth and pfft, but there's no mouth because it's a fucking robot. Grab the alarm. Grab the alarm. <laughs> What's that fucking like anime trope where you just kind of shink shink you really fast <laughs> draw and sheath it and then just the bot falls like in Like Kenshin? <laughs> you are already dead. Uh, Can you tell my oh, anime tastes are really old? Nani? <laughs> You're all weebs. Uh, yeah, you kill I'm it. I'm a cat. You Girl? kill it, and yes, yes. You kill it, and the uh, <laughs> the alarm does not go off. Its light fades, and it just kind of collapses on the ground in front of you. We drag it, we body bag it, we toss its body out the side door. Alonzo <laughs> exhales. I would like to put this in the bag. The bag of holding. I mean, the bag only has so much space in it. It might be a little too destroyed for that. You will. Magnificently surgical with what you did. Most of these components are preserved. I could. I love the skull on the token. Will it fit I'm in the bag? I'm so happy, guys. I'll help you put it in there. It's a great way to hide the body. So, point of order. Sorry to interrupt. The door is still open. Oh. This beautiful creature, though soulless, deserves an opportunity to be brought back. It deserves the opportunity to serve. Us, the spirits, to purge the foul flesh. I quietly close the door during your monologue. No, uh, before you close the door, he'll. Be, I, uh, Alonzo, if you'll help them put it in the bag, and he'll step up to where Alonzo's standing so he can perceive out the door. Alonzo wipes the oil off of his rapier. You would unchristen this weapon. <laughs> it might drip on the floor, make a noise. All right, that so is understandable. Point of order. You have a bag of holding type one Uh that can hold 25 bulk. Bulk is the unit of like weight in this Mm -hmm. game instead of actual like pounds. Uh A medium creature is six bulk. Uh 
Uh-huh. So it will reduce the amount of loot you can carry down to 19 bulk. Are we anticipating 25 bulk in coins? We're robbing a bank. You we are robbing a bank. Fair. We could come back for it on the way out if we have space. I'm, I'm not going to say you can't do it. You could just rip off the arms and take them with you. Uh, I will take <laughs> I will take two arms with me. Okay. Which will just barely not put me at encumbered. <laughs> Calm down, Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> Psycho rushes in. Uh, so if, you, if you're curious about coin weight, uh, a thousand coins of any denomination or combination of denominations counts as one bulk. Just a thousand coins. It doesn't matter okay. which like type of coin. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's platinum, you know, silver, gold. That means we should hit up platinum first. How convenient. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll step to the door and like he'll keep it, like he'll swing it halfway closed to keep it as cracked as he can. Okay. But he will look inside the room. Okay, just go ahead and make a, per- a perception roll here. <laughs> I accidentally dropped the dice on the floor. We don't count those rolls. That nope. was a natural one. Uh, <laughs> so, haha. <laughs> Um, Floor dice don't count. Okay, this is good. This is good. I rolled a natural 15 for a total of 22. 22? Perception. Uh, what is the light situation? Are you going to throw out the lights in the hallway? Who had the light? I do. And what was the light attached to? Well, I guess, actually, they have it. I cast it. What Sorry. is it on? Alonzo has it. Yeah, it was given to Alonzo yeah, by Sykir. I think it's like a rock, a rock that you're keeping mostly hidden and just kind of popping your jacket open to shine. I could just, so you know, often. hand you the rock. If we're going to end up going in there anyway, I we think, might as well. Uh, I think Chester's just going to roll the rock in there so we can see what's going to happen dun, before we get dun, in there. Dun, 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 so yeah, dun, he'll, dun. he'll roll the rock out okay. gently. Do you have dark vision, Chester? Yes. Okay. Are you going to do this? Oh, wait. In that case, before I throw the light out there, then yeah, I'll just look with my dark vision. I forgot. Okay. Thank you for reminding me, DM. I have dark vision. Actually, I have dark vision. <laughs> actually, uh, kind and merciful DM. <laughs> just actually, you have dark vision. Uh, I should have been a devil cat. <laughs> you got what for perception again? Sorry. 22. Yeah, you see uh, at the end of the hallway, uh, looks like completing around and kind of scanning. Uh, I'm going to ping it because I can't reveal it without vision stuff here on this thing. Uh, there's another clockwork uh, handler. Right there? Yeah, where I'm pinging. Is it um, also have the alarm on its head? Uh, it looks exactly like the one you just took out. When you say it's walking around, does that mean it will be coming back this way? Uh, I mean, it looks like it's at the end here and it's looking around. And you know you heard movement to and from the door from last time. Um, but that could have been the one we just offed. It could have been, yeah. But that could also, it could be a... a um, that they're like doing a rotation. Yes, yeah, swapping places with each other. Which means maybe it'll notice. Maybe, let me describe it like this then. Maybe you heard, hear the movement first and then you spot it standing still. So do I have reason to believe that it will be staying there or that it will be moving? Uh, if you want to wait, you'll find out. Here's a question. Yeah? Do I think that these things have dark vision? That's a good question. Uh, you can roll a oh. knowledge check. I will I have roll knowledge, knowledge engineering. Check. Would this or be engineering lore? A arcana or a crafting roll? Probably arcana to find out its abilities. Crafting for what it's made out of. Yeah, I'm looking up recall knowledge. It's um, arcana for constructs. You can roll either arcana or crafting. Uh, but if you look at that I in detail, crafting. it's crafting is for more of what it's made out of. 
or mm-hmm. how it was made, and Arcana for like its abilities and stuff like that. I rolled a natural twelve for a total of twelve. Well, then I will okay. not roll because I don't have. I rolled skill. a natural nineteen for a total of twenty-six. God damn! That'll do it. What would you exactly like to know about them? At the very least, if they have dark vision, they do. Um, and then we know their constructs, so they have hardness, so I don't care too much about that. We know they have an alarm ability, because he still has, like, power and get up. Sure. And we eliminate him before he could do it. Is there anything else interesting that we need to know? Um, I mean, they have the construct trait. Yeah. Um, I'll say, based off of your observation and your, your role... These guys specifically, they can shoot javelins at you. They have a melee ability. Um, but more importantly, I guess mechanically for you, mm. is they have some actions around grabbing you and tying you up. Oh. And they also have the attack of opportunity reaction. Oh, that's Fuck. nice to know. Uh, that's, that's, I think that's pretty much the majority uh, he will whisper these things to his friends and he'll be like, all right, y'all, we can either try and sneak up behind him or wait for him to come back this way and try to repeat what we did with this dude. Happily. Well, which one? Sneak up to him or let him come to us? Repeat. All right, I so... I firmly believe in doing what has worked in the past. All right, so uh, my guy will... He'll, like close the door all but a crack um he will we've removed the body of the other bot because we tore it apart and moved it we said that Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he'll swap places with um alonzo Alonzo. my only suggestion though as uh psychir takes out a length of rope perhaps putting this a few inches above the ground in the doorway so that it is prone when you should find it. Oh, as in if it walks in, it might trip? Yes. Can we set that up? Yeah, so I would say this probably falls under... Crafting? Crafting. (laughs) Would that be snare crafting or trap crafting? Uh, Either way, it's crafting, unless you need a specific feat to do that. I believe that snare crafting and or trap crafting is something that you get from a class, but that doesn't necessarily mean we can't try and jerry-rig one of our own. Jerry-rig! I'm going to say, because snare crafting is a skill feat, from what I uh, can tell here, Um, and that's more around crafting specific items. I'm good to just let you roll generic crafting here. All right. Okay. Um, Who wants to do that? Uh, I have a plus seven. I have a plus zero. For, for crafting? Yeah. Yes. My craft is going back. I am a crafter, so I, I have it as high as I can. I am a sanctioned crafter. Observe. Plus three. Okay, I will roll it then. That is a five on the die for a 12. 12 total? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, you can tie a rope there, but it doesn't look like it's going to be enough to trip the guy. Well, we won't know that until it starts. So I want to we want to get back into the places that we were and try and pull the exact same maneuver. Okay. So that would be Alonzo next to the door. I mean, if it works once. That's right. Me beside the table and we'll just like make a tiny noise for to try and lure it in. Well, yeah. So if you wait and watch, it's going to patrol back and forth. Uh-huh. 
Um, so you want to time it so that the noise happens when it's near the door? Yes. Yeah. And I'm laying yeah. in wait just like before. I would like a roll for this. I don't remember what I asked for last week because it's been a week. Yeah. Um, why don't we have you all roll a... Would a group stealth roll make sense here? Well, no, the stealth is what happens at the beginning of the combat. Yeah. Uh, what would make sense to kind of... I don't even know if you asked for a roll last time because we just broke a chair over a table and that's loud. So, But are you going to do that loud of a thing again? I mean, if it worked last time, why not? All right. Uh, then... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep, Boyo's gonna notice, because that's loud as hell. Uh, all right, well, same first, second first, same as first. Roll initiative? Go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, he's gonna come in, and then his little siren's gonna start spinning up, but it's not going to go off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, roll initiative, uh. Stealth or perception? I'm kind of sad that that roll happened for just the stealth. All right, Up so uh, what'd you get, uh, Alonzo? 25. No, excuse me, 26. 26? What'd I rolled you get a on natty the- 19. Damn. My stealth is seven. Chester Williams, what'd you get? I got 14. It's actually really close to what the automatic thing rolled for you. Ha-ha, Psych here, uh-huh. the observer, the sanctioned. What'd you get? <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty 20? All right. Filthy 20. Absolutely disgusting. Like the flesh. Was that... Weak and impure. Was that stealth or perception? It was stealth. Like the flesh. Weak and impure. (laughs) (laughs) Saikir has a catchphrase. It was perception. Like Like the the flesh. flesh. (laughs) (laughs) One can perceive with mechanical pieces. My skin sees... I am in eternal torment. <laughs> all right, so I I feel like I'm having deja vu all over again. Deja vu? I rolled for my little construct boy. <laughs> my construct boys. He got a 25. Oh. Alonzo, oh. you start the round with a 26. I'm going I to strike. I swear to God, if you Do crit it. this thing again, Do it. I'm going to poop in my chair. I believe in you. Do it. It's a natty 10. Okay. okay. So that is going to be tight as a... 17? 17. Uh, and don't forget your thing is flat-footed, so minus two to AC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 17, 17 total will definitely hit. But not crit. We will not crit. Thank See, this is God. just proof that my die is fair. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll your damage with your sneak attack die. All right. So it should be what? 2d6 plus four, mm-hmm. I think. 2d6 plus four. Ooh! That's going to be 13 damage, two fives, and a three on the d4. 13 damage, two five. Ooh, okay. Wait, no, 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 no. Two fives is 10 plus four. four. 14 damage. I, I took plus four and accidentally said d4. My bad. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so 14. All right. That'll Let's be. Stop. Reduced a little bit. Can you hit again? Yes. I have that option. Yep, so that's your first action. You have two more actions. If you want to attack again, you do take your multiple attack penalty, which would be minus five. five. But I got a pretty decent to hit, so I'm going to do that. Is it still flat-footed? Yeah. Good. It hasn't gone yet. Oh, 13. No, no, 10. 10 total? Yeah. That will not hit. Yeah, I mean, I rolled a six. Uh, I tried that last one. I'm going to do it one more time. This will be at a minus Minus 10. It says plus seven plus has, two minus three. Yeah, yeah. M- total of minus ten. Yeah, 
Uh, so minus three effectively after your bonuses. All right. Seven. Oh. Uh, nope, that will not do hey, it either. It's just proof that my die is not forked. Unfortunately, that is your turn. You've spent all three actions striking. You've wounded it greatly. However, it is still up. It is now its turn. It is no longer flat-footed as it is gone, going. Uh, and it is not thrilled uh, about being stabbed. And it looks at the bolts and wires on the floor and he's like, in his clockwork brain, Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna jump off the roof, and and he is going to spend two actions <laughs> to go. <laughs> finally, finally, under his breath, Alonzo curses. For those of you that have played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, this thing's wow. like a uh, a watcher. It I like goes red, and it starts like letting out this warning. Uh, that's two actions. It still has one more action. Uh-oh. I think what he's going to do is strategically back up. What? Yep. He's going to back up. Uh, yeah. He's going to back up. What is your speed, my dude? It's not 30. Actually, uh, monsters have different rules. You shut up. <laughs> Yeah, his speed is 25, uh, the ah. new standard in Pathfinder 2e. Uh, let's that's see a, That's how... a bad choice. Jason Bullman, that's some Bullman shit. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, he's just going to go one. I don't believe any of you have the uh, attack of opportunity reaction. Unfortunately, no. And then two, three, four, five. Uh-oh. Uh, and that is his turn. It is now... Psykir's turn, the Unseen, and the Sanctioned. What do you uh, want to do? So, what I want to do is I want to go one, two, three, four, five, so that I can actually see him. Uh-huh. Uh, since the door's open, I'm going to assume that there's low light in this corridor, since uh, Alonzo has the light. Uh-huh. And then I am going to do Haunting Him. Haunting Him? Yes. Ooh. But first, because we are in... The mana wastes? Uh, yes, that's actually an important thing. So, fun thing about your character is uh, you're a magic user. Uh, and mm-hmm. one thing we worked out for to kind of show the unpredictability of magic in this area is you have a certain archetype. Uh, and uh, I am a wellspring oracle. Yes, so every time uh, we start a non-trivial combat, which is what I w- would call this, you have to make a DC6 flat check uh, or bad things can happen. 12. 12. You're totally fine. Um, uh, the cool thing about that is is if you critically succeed that, I believe, you can get a spell slot back uh, basically for the duration of a combat, which is spicy. Success awesome. recovers a spell slot. All right, but you don't have one uh, expended, do yeah, you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so you're, you don't get anything, but you, nothing bad happens. Yeah. Uh, all right, so go ahead, and you want to cast this cantrip. Um, you echo a jarring hymn that only creatures in the air can hear. It deals sonic damage equal to your spellcasting uh, ability modifier with a basic fortitude save. So what's your spell, DC? 17. 17. This will be fortitude, so I'm going to roll that real quick. All right, 17. Got pretty good fortitude. I critically succeed. Let me look at basic save real quick. It has uh, damage equal to the spellcasting ability modifier with a save. 
Well, it's a, I, I, I would take damage equal to your ability modifier with a basic fortitude save. Uh, and a, what a basic fortitude save means is if I uh, succeed, I take half. If I fail, I take full. Uh, if I critically succeed, I take no damage. If I critically fail, I take uh, double damage. Yes. I rolled a 28. Your save is, oh. your DC is 17. No. So unfortunately, I'm going to critically succeed and not take anything so far. Okay. So you've, was, is, that's a... Um, that's all. It's somatic verbal and I moved. Yeah, so that'll be three actions. Mm-hmm. Okay. You still have a reaction this round, but that's that. Um, next and last in the order for now is Chester Williams. Chester's going to be like, ah, crap. Uh, one, two, three, four. Okay. Five. Diagonal? Yeah, five right there. Um, that's 25 feet that he moved to chase down this bot. Uh-huh. Um... And he is going to do his special ability. Uh, this kind of makes up the combat for the class that I play, the Investigator, uh, called Devise a Stratagem. Choose a creature you can see and roll a d20. If you strike the creature later this round, you use the result that you rolled when you use Devise a Stratagem. So I can basically roll and then decide if I actually attack. Typically, this takes one action. But if you're aware that the creature you choose is the subject of a lead you're pursuing, you can use this ability as a free action. Okay. I pursued a lead on the creatures walking back and forth. Okay. uh, And I believe that means I can use this as a free action this time. All right. So I'm going to roll and see if I should attack. What'd you get? Got a three on the die. Okay. So I have two actions to spend. Can I do anything? Uh, Uh. (laughs) Also, the special thing about devise a stratagem is I can use my intelligence to hit if I strike with that later on. Unfortunately, I don't believe I want to hit. So I'm going to go ahead and try to strike. There's not much I can do to stop this thing. So that's three plus seven is ten. Uh, that's going to miss. Yeah, that's what I thought. And now I'm going to do a regular attack, so I'll be taking my penalty. So this is a plus zero to my attack, and this is my second action this round. Delightful. If I can get lucky. Uh, 14? 14. Uh, that is not going to hit it, unfortunately. <sighs> hmm. uh, it is not flat-footed to you, otherwise it would. That is sad. And that is my entire round. Okay. Get out here and finish it, Alonzo. I do not like Game Master privately rolled some dice. Especially whenever there's two separate ones. Yeah, you stop uh, that. Don't worry about it. Uh, That's making me worry more, thank you. All right, so it is the end of round one, top of round two. Uh, something's going to happen. Uh-huh. This door is going to open. Uh-oh. And I'm not seeing any of this. And uh, you have vision right there, right? I uh, can see part of it. Uh, w- another construct is going to spend his uh, first action moving up to you. Uh-oh. Uh, he's going to spend his second action doing a little bit of punching you. Oh, no, this is very bad. <laughs> oh, no, this is very bad. Uh, so that is going to be a... Natural 20. Oh, oh would no. you stop? It's the same thing that happened in the society scenario. Oh, look at me. I rolled a natural 20. Gets to play Use characters. different dice, damn it. Uh, my dice are out for blood. I would like to uh, have the DM's dice checked for weightedness. I, I use these same dice in The Witcher, so they are not weighted. 
You can't oh, wait, roll a D20, D20 in the Witcher. The same dice set. A lie! <laughs> I would like to... You uh, fail on your deception check. You're going to take a grand total of 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, boy. Do you survive? I survive, but I'm in good shape. Uh, that's my second action. My third action is I'm going to try and grab you. Uh... I think I just do it. Uh, requirements. Monster's last action was a success with a strike that lists grab and damage entry. Uh, effect. The monster automatically grabs the target until the end of the monster's next turn. The creature is grabbed, so check that on. Uh, grabbed is you are held in place, giving you flat-footed and immobilized conditions. If you use manipulative action, blah, 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 blah. Um, you can use the escape action, try and get out of the grab. Uh, but yeah, use grabbed, and that's all it can do. Now is it my turn? It is now your turn, Mr. Alonzo. Alonzo, unable to see any of this, and I was going to well, say... You have, you have the light. Well, no, I can't see because the fog of war. Yeah, I mean, so, you would hear the door open. Oh, totally. All right, so I move one, two. Now I see what's going on. And my question is, I want to do the tumble through action with acrobatics. Do I have to be up by them to do that? Are you trying to move through their squares? Yes, to get behind them and put them um, flat-footed. It's an ability I have. Yes. Okay, so I can go one, two, three. And you can step into uh, Chester's square if you need to. Yeah. Four. Uh And then I'm going to, that's one action. My next action is to tumble through with um, acrobatics, which is one action. So I'm going to roll my acrobatics. Tumble behind, excuse me. Successful acrobatics check. Ten. Ten total? Yeah. Uh, That is not going to do it, I think. We'll double check. Yeah, so you got to beat my reflex DC, which is ten plus my reflex modifier. Yeah, no, I rolled a three. That is not going to do it. Mm. Um, I'm going to check something here real quick. So I don't manage to get behind it. Your movement ends and you trigger reactions as if you had moved out of the square you started in. So that's going to trigger my attack of opportunity from these guys. I think it'll trigger it from both of them because you're within reach of both of them. How does he end in my square? Uh, I'm just, if you don't mind, I'll just shunt you over to the next one. That's fine. Uh, Maybe you get beaten on the Maybe when I attempt, I bump off. Yeah. Uh, It would have been nice if it had worked. Yeah. Attack of opportunity number one. That's a fourteen. Pretty sure it's gonna miss. Yep. Uh, fine. I'll roll. I'll roll. I'll roll another die. Uh, when I roll the red die, everyone gets nervous. Um, roll my clockwork die. That is a natural ten. You mean you're not using your clockwork die anyway? I bought those specifically those for this been, gift. I really like my red one. I've been using the non. <laughs> he likes the clicky clack. Uh, that's gonna be a seventeen on the second you miss. one. All right. So two yeah. misses. Uh, that is my turn over because I still have another action. No, you, no, still, you have still have an action, action, so you can attack. Uh, for clarity, the one on your right, directly in front of Chester, is the one that's been hit by you before. Mm-hmm. The one directly in front of you is the one that has him grabbed. I'm going to hit the one that I have. Mm, should yeah. I hit the one that's got you grabbed, or get, should I just take yeah, one eliminate. down? Eliminate. I'm going to take one down. Okay. I'm going to take down the one I've already hit. Eliminate sources of damage. I'm attempting to hit with my last action. Eliminate. That is an 18 total. Total? That will hit. Because isn't that my first attack? I get my first attack addition? Okay. Yep, that's your first attack. So I get 1d6 plus 4. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, 
Five damage. Five damage. Minimum damage. Okay, so five damage. How are you doing, buddy? I think he's got one left if I am metagaming properly. Five damage. Yeah, you're actually right on the money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not oh, doing so great. so close. <laughs> he's got like teeny tiny red bar. Uh, okay, so that's I tried. Your, that's your turn. Uh, doink, doink, doink. I tried. Well, you did good. It would have been really cool if I succeeded on my tumble through. Psyche here, it is now your turn. Um, what would you like to do? You have three actions. Uh, the melee is happening kind of in front of you. Anything you would like to do? If I do a 15-foot cone right now, uh, would I be able to, like, slap my metallic paws over the lad's ears in front of me? Unfortunately not. Um, if there wasn't this uh, kind of wall blocking off the... Like, because th- this melee is happening kind of in a hallway. Uh, if that wall piece what wasn't there... What is a reposition check? Uh, I know what that is in Witcher, because we just came off of that, but I'm not, not entirely sure. I don't know if there is one. I don't know if you could do it anyway, because I'm grappled. Yeah. One thing you could do wouldn't be dealing damage, but if you wanted to spend an action or two casting harm on your buddy Chester, that would heal him up. But that is a first-level spell, I believe. Uh, ooh... I am about to do something so dangerous. Do it. Uh, First and foremost, (laughs) I'm going to slap you with harm. Single action? Uh, Because I know harm is one of those variable action ones. So single action has a a range of touch. (laughs) Jacob is patting himself. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I feel uh, better now. (laughs) That is is a... D8, right? Actually? I have a D8. Uh, hang on, hang oh. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to do... I'm going to do this as verbal somatic. Oh, the two action? Yes, because that increases the hit points restored to an undead creature by eight. Nice. Sweet. Yes. So this will be a D8 plus eight. Heal bot, activate. Uh, <laughs> bu- 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 12. Hey! hey! Back to full, baby! Baby! And then... I am going to do... I'm invincible. (laughs) Lifelink. I am going to, perhaps very dangerously, uh, connect a little bit of my positive energy with your negative energy. You are going to recover another d4 hit points. I'm at full. Okay, then you're not going to. (laughs) And I am going to reduce any damage that you take by three and inflict that upon myself for the next minute. So is this a Oracle ability? Yes. And I have to ask, this thing, is it positive or just you heal? It is just healer's blessing. Or uh, not healer's blessing, lifelink. Good. It is divine. It is common curse-bound healing necromancy oracle. Nice. Aha. Gotta avoid that special keyword. Yeah, the the positive keyword. (laughs) There we go. Now, the healing might be positive, but you're not being healed. Correct question is so is this a focus spell it is yes all right so you it lasts a minute though so i did spend a focus point yeah so what that means for you as an oracle is you're going to move up a track on your uh curse my curse oh so what does that do for you uh level is minor yeah it's gonna be minor because you just spent one life energy flows outward from you but you cannot stem the flow so the minor curse is that uh 
as my life force seeps outwards, it becomes more difficult to keep my body functioning. Uh, effects that restore HP to me take a status penalty equal to half my level uh, to recover HP. So I don't heal as fast. But you. Yes. You heal others just as well. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, I love it. Your ability here is just whenever you start invoking your focus abilities, you just kind of bleed life energy. Yes. As a as this happens, as I link myself to you, the joints where my mechanical bits touch the flesh start to ooze this silvery goo, which is my blood, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, because the flesh is weak. That's right. Indeed. The flesh is weak. So that was two, and then lifelink. So I am done now. All right, cool. cool. Uh, next in the order is going to be Chester. the third most. Dang it. I hoped. It can't do anything. Oh, no. It can It can do stuff. It can wooey-woo. Well, it's, it also can shoot javelins. Yeah, it's going to shoot a javelin at uh, Sykir. Unfortunately, it will have to deal with some cover. Um, I believe this cover is going to be standard. Yeah, I'm going to call this standard cover because it is going through a couple creatures, um, but not greater cover. Um, How much of a minus is standard? uh, It's not a minus. Um, You're going to get a plus two to your AC, basically. Uh, Psych here. So that's a 17. 17, I got a beat? Yeah. Probably not going to beat that. I rolled a natural four. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. Okay. I, I am going to attack again. Do you hit my... the guy? No. no. I can hear Psykir. It is seen. I missed the second time. Um, and I moved there to get into position. So that's my turn. Chester Williams, yeah. it's your turn. You are grappled. Uh, I am going to do... But you are healed. A devise a stratagem check on the robot uh, that his hurts. Uh-huh. Uh, for free, free action. <laughs> How I got a cocked die, on a cracked die, on a, a flat surface... It bounced up onto my book stand and got wedged there. <laughs> so let's try that again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 17 on the die. Okay. If, if, if I attacked, that would be a total of 14. Don't tell me if it hits. I already know it doesn't, though. Um, unless this guy's flat-footed for some reason. It would be 14? Uh, it it would have been, but don't... I, I think I rolled that last time. So, let's see. I have three 17 actions. 17 on the die? No, 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 I have a. I rolled a seven on the die. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my bad. My bad. Mm. I was um, gonna say seventeen would succeed. Chester is going to have to see if this is considered a manipulate action. Um, interact as manipulate. I don't want to risk it because I'm not rolling great right now. Uh, what it is, if I try to like use one of my uh, extracts or whatnot, I have to roll a DC five flat check, and if I get less than that, I just can't um mm-hmm. yeah so no you know what chester is then going to use devise a stratagem again but on the other creature uh-huh. uh, and i'm going to take the action i don't know if it would if i have to take an action do it on this guy because they're all the same creature but i'm going to um that 
is a 19 on the die. So the one who is grappling Chester, Chester looks at him like, do you see the math numbers appear in his head? <laughs> yeah. And then he takes his rapier and he jabs it into him. Okay. Uh, so that is a 19 <laughs> on the die plus seven for 26. That'll be a critical. That's great. Yeah. So that is going to be a D6, typically a D6 and then an extra D6 because whenever I use my intelligence to hit, I get an additional D6 of damage, a uh, precision damage. So total, that's going to be four D. Oh no, I just roll my damage and double it. Yeah, roll your damage so, and double it. Two D six plus four. Uh, no, I don't get any bonuses. Oh, it's just two D six. So that is seven plus seven is fourteen plus a D eight because it's a rapier and it has deadly. On a D six, seven on a D six. Seven total. Oh, seven. I rolled two D six. Okay. So it was a three and a four, uh, and then. So that's 14 plus 5 is 19. 19 total? Yes. All right. I reduce a little bit of that. To 17. To 17. They have 16 hit points. And it's dead. It's dead. Uh, do you want to describe this at all? Uh, he's just right up to it. So he manages to like angle his arm out and just shove it up through its head. Okay. Uh, almost like a dagger, but it's a rapier. And he pulls it out before it can you know, snap as it falls. Uh, and he is no longer grappled. He is no longer grappled. So I'm going to check that off. Uh, Psych here, I imagine you're going to grab the arm still attached to Chester and put it in the bag. <laughs> Just a quick action. Arm collector. <laughs> Reaction. Reaction. Grab arm. Grab's arm. Reaction. Purge the flesh. <laughs> and then Chester is... I only have one action left. Okay. I already did devise a strategy against him, so if I try to attack him, nothing good will come out of it. Uh, Chester's actually going to step back. He's going to take a step, which is a five-foot step, right. for an action, does not provoke reactions, right. to right here, and that will be his turn. Uh, okay. Good use of turn. That's the end of round two. Top of round three, a gold tank. Uh, these things are in, in the book called gold tank brokers. They're clockwork handlers. Uh, it would be his turn, but he's dead. Ha! So it's not his turn. It is now Alonzo's turn. Alonzo is going to attack. He will strike with his rapier. Okay, go for it. 18 to hit. 18 to hit will hit. Yes! It's going to be dead. It's only got one hit point left. Yeah, it's, it's dead. <laughs> it's basically dead, but go Three ahead. Three plus damage. four is seven damage. All right, yeah, you wipe this guy out. Uh, there is one left standing. You still have two actions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use go, one go, action go, to go. move. One... Two, and then I'm going to strike again at my lower attack. All right, so that's the second one. Okay. Yeah, it's my second one. I only get a plus two now. Okay. That's not going to do it. That's an <sighs> eight. I might critically fail. Uh, no, you don't critically oh, fail, and I don't goodness. think that has an effect uh, with attack I just rolls. fail. These guys don't have any ability but now that it's, gives them. It is engaged with me now, though. It is. Oh, I'm so proud of you. We're so happy for y'all. <laughs> okay, that's your turn. Uh, next in the order uh, after the I'm, other dead. Eleanor ain't gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> the other dead uh, clockwork handler is going to be Psykir. Let me see. So this looks like a teller's desk right there. Yes. Can I jump through that? That window? Yeah. Uh, it's locked up right now. Uh, there's like bars down on it. Is there a release button? I'll tell you what you can do. If you want to roll, if you want to spend one action to seek to find the release mechanism and then another action to interact, I'll let you pull it up, but it might be your whole turn getting through it. Hmm. No. 
Okay. You want to cast I'm harm on Alonzo? I'm yes, at full please health. No. I'm at like, full health. No, on Alonzo. Oh. I would no. like to kill him. Uh, <laughs> I would like to use my my special spell. It's just called Kill Alonzo. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't realize you could take that a yeah. little one. I, as, I, it's in the secret section. Oh, as okay. A, the ritual spell. <laughs> <laughs> the ritual is I stab you. That is good. <laughs> um, like I I'm pull out use, my sword ritual spell. More like Alonzo. No. Oh. Alonza, oh. D6 oh, of pun ah. damage for Jacob. Uh, I'm One gonna damage. Use, you bit into a sharp Dorito. I'm going to use Forbidding Ward. Okay. Oh. And I'm going to, like, puff up my tail a little bit, shake back and forth, go. And that's the somatic. Uh, <laughs> and I love it. You. <laughs> You get a plus one status bonus to your armor class and oh, saving throws. Nice. That's a, that's really that's good. Really good. Yeah. For who? You. 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 Me? Yeah. You. Yay! You ward an ally against attacks and hostile spells uh, from the target enemy. The target ally gains plus one status bonus to armor class and saving throws against the target enemy's effects. So is this an effect I can put on my sheet? Um, just, just remember it. It's honestly. just plus one to your AC. That's all it's really going to oh, come okay. up. So just Sweet. remember. Sweet. I can remember that. All right, so that means that's your turn, I'm going to guess. Yeah. All right, so that means it's now going to be this clockwork doodad Majon's turn. He's going to punch Alonzo. (laughs) He's He's going to try. Oh. Yeah, natural one. Ha! 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 Alonzo effortlessly (laughs) steps away. (laughs) He's going to try again. It's because he got hissed at. Uh, nope, that's a 10 total. Good. Fail. Suffer, please. He's going to spend his last action to just again. back up. Oh, boo. Weak. Is it my turn now? It is your turn now. Um, excuse. It's my turn now. No, oh, you've yeah, already you're gone. Right. I apologize. It is your turn. It's the end of round three. It is your turn. He goes at the end of the round. Uh, Alonzo's going to step up to just in front of Saikir. Yeah. And he's going to use devise a stratagem. Uh, one action. No. I take this back. Stop. Halt the presses. Stops printing. Only printed E. Now the math e- numbers are appearing A-games. in Jacob's mind. Go fuck Uh-oh. yourself. Is it just, is it like uh, your other character from season two where it's, it's no, just no, your name? No, no, Jacob, no, Jacob, no, Jacob, no. Jacob, 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 <laughs> Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> All right. So if I move. Then I move. That's not going to work. If I move, that's my strategy. That's not going to work. So, what I need to do... Can I attack him from here? No. Be bold, for I am with you. You can't just, like, distance attack? Oh, uh, there's a wall in the way, I believe. Yeah, there's a wall in the way. Or I might... He would actually... He might have cover from me, but I might be able to see him. Uh, no, you can't get enough line of sight. Oh, I'm zoomed out. I zoomed in. I can, can see, see him via the light. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I was going to devise a stratagem, and if it was high enough, pull out my gun. Uh, if you want to take a like ranged shot on this guy, you're mm. going to need to step. Actually, God, uh, he is going to go one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Unfortunately, I cannot get close enough to hit him unless I just forsake devise a stratagem which makes me sad because that's what I like to do um, just pull out your gun and shoot yourself yeah just shoot him just shoot it I could 
just shoot myself. You could. Uh, no, instead, oh no, he has... No, my last step for this movement action will be right there. Okay. Then he'll go 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, okay. And he'll get right there with his rapier drawn. And you know what? He'll take an attack. Okay. Plus zero, right? Uh, no, because I haven't attacked yet. I'm just going to do a regular attack. Okay. What's your bonus? Plus five. Hey, it's a 15 on the die for a total of 20. That will hit. A little, nice. A little bit of damage is better than nothing, even if it's only a D6. Okay. Uh, six. All right. So a little bit of damage. Four damage. There you go. Uh, that's your turn. End of round three. It's now going to be Alonzo's turn. Alonzo is going to use one action to move. One, two, three. Uh, <coughs> you could uh, step over there and now you're flanking. Do yeah. I still do flanking in here? Yes. If yeah. you're flanking, he is flat-footed. Yeah. Okay. I was going to tumble through, so that was better. That's All right, now better. that he's flat-footed, that's I am going to attack. That was one action. I have two to strike. And that means I get sneak attack damage, correct? Yep. That's correct. Yeah, but I rolled a natty two, so that's a nine. That's uh, not going to hit. Do it okay. again. All right, so. Do it again. Do it that's a natty 19. <laughs> so that's a total of second attack. 21. 21 will hit, definitely flat-footed. Uh, roll your damage with the sneak attack. So D6, four, another D6. Wait, no, I didn't critical, so just one. Yeah. Four. Well, no, the sneak attack. The sneak attack is a D6. So that was one but for the first. I'm taking the first roll. So four plus one is five plus four for my dex. And that does it. All right. So five. that'll be nine damage. Yeah, uh, nine. Okay. And that means Schmidt. All right. That's your turn. No, it isn't. I still have another attack. You oh. attack twice. Oh, wait, I did. I oh, attacked twice. Moved. I moved. I moved. moved. I forgot that twice. I moved. Uh, then the next person not dead, huh? in the order is going to be Psykeer. Now, if I were to stand right in front of him uh-huh. and cast a spell that was a cone, would I hit Chester? Yes, but if you stand uh, on this diagonal side of him, you'd okay. be fine. And I have the ability to get there, yeah. You should, yeah. If you can get up to him, you can get up to that spot. What's your movement speed? 25. Ah. And that was five. Sweet. All right, so first action is move. Yes. Uh, So I'm not going to sustain uh, Forbidding Ward. Okay. Instead, I am going to do Haunting Him. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. So do I roll against that? Yes, it's a DC 17. Fortitude? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's not looking great. Uh, That's going to be 17, you say? Yes. I got a 14, so I fail. Yeah. How much damage? Uh... It is... Uh, sonic damage equal to your spellcasting modifier. Ability modifier, yeah. So, so four. Four damage? Mm-hmm. Uh, that does all get through. Oh. Yeah, sonic. Nice. Hardness doesn't affect sound. It's dead. Well, uh, this technically, no. to just peel back the screen, this doesn't have regular hardness. Oh. If it was hardness, it would block it. This has resistance physical. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, so he's up still, but that actually kind of hurt. Yes. He's on his last legs. I, I stomp my metallic foot, I throw my head back, and I go, Boo! 
Ow. That did Ow. sonic damage to us. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, so that is your turn. It's now its turn. It's flat-footed, uh, at least to the two people flanking, right? Or is it flat-footed to everyone in melee with it? Uh, it is flat-footed to the two people flanking it, I believe. Sweet. All right. Saikir isn't in melee. It is going to... Saikir is I am in, in melee. A- I am in range. You are in range. Yeah. It's going to do something fun. It is. Greater Cleave. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, it is first going to attack uh, Alonzo. Okay. 20 to hit. That will actually hit. Uh, alrighty. So you're going to take a grand total of five damage. Ooh. Ouchie. Uh, and then it's going to spend its second. Uh, or it's second and third action to go boop, boop. rude uh, and nothing happens that you can tell for now oh no it's a notified the sheriff uh, go ahead what do you think it's got bluetooth gotta hurry it's magic <laughs> and take your turn Chester Oh, me? Yeah, end of the round That's four. right. Uh, I'm going to devise a stratagem, roll, and I'm going to strike with said roll a 16 on the die for okay. a total of 23. All right, that'll hit. Well, not critical. Even though it's flat-footed? Even though it's flat-footed. Okay. Um, I'm fairly certain I still kill it with a, well, I don't know. That's actually garbage. Is that the vault back there? Uh, back there. We've passed the vault. All right. I got a we total should- of three. A total of three. Which might still kill it. Uh, yeah, it has one hit point yeah! left. Yeah! Nice! <laughs> yeah, you kill it. Just uh, tink. All right. Uh, you kill it and you watch it fall down. You start to catch your breath for a minute. Oh, no. But it let out its wail. Don't you say that shit. And coming in oh. uh, Kool-Aid Man style through the front doors of the bank are two more... Oh my goodness! Clockwork boys. Didn't they say there were six? We've only killed like three or Stop four. Bit. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna pick up next up. Oh, oh. oh. bad. Oh. Bad. Listen, we'll wipe him out. No problem. I sure. have a. I have a gun. And I have a sneak attack. I can scream at things so loud that they fall apart, and other hey. things can't hear it. Yeah, it's got a gun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Michael Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.